So very glad to have you with us. We have an election coming up in not that long. And one of the premier races is, of course, the U.S. uh, race for Wisconsin's U.S. Senate seat. Lieutenant Governor Mandela Barnes against incumbent United States Senator Ron Johnson. We are now joined by Senator Ron Johnson. Senator, good afternoon. Well, Jeff, hope you're doing well. I am well as as well as I can be. Looking at what's going on in the stock market today, the uh, Dow Jones down over 1,200 points. The Nasdaq down 630, mostly based on on uh, inflation coming in hot. Senator, what needs to be done about inflation? We need to stop this massive deficit spending. As Milton Friedman, my favorite economist, always used to point out that inflation is always and everywhere a monetary phenomenon. And we have just been printing trillions and trillions of dollars that we don't have. Uh, we've been spending it on you know, a lot of benefit programs that are keeping people from entering the workforce. We have very low labor participation rates. So now you don't have factories being able to hire people to fill their shifts. They can't demand, meet the demand for their products. So you have even fewer products for those trillions of dollars to be chasing. Throw on top of all that the Democrats' war on fossil fuel, which is purposefully, I mean, you have to understand this, purposefully driven up the cost of energy and the price of gasoline. They, wa- they want to do that to force you into buying a very expensive electric vehicle. So, again, this didn't just happen. Uh, this was caused by Democrat governance, Democrat policies. By the way, all the policies that uh, my opponent, Mandela Barnes, supports, including, just throw in there, 87,000 new IRS agents uh, targeting the middle class. Uh, Senator, you, you can always tell when you get to a certain point in, a, in an election campaign because of the tone and tenure of uh, temperament of some of the ads. And I've started seeing some of the, the anti-Johnson ads that, that feature one or two senior citizens talking about how you want to end Social Security, end Medicare. Let me just ask you flat out, where where do you stand on that and and where is this coming from? I want to save Social Security and Medicare. Now, Jeff, just an acid test here to prove how absurd this is on its face. What elected official has ever said or would ever say they want to cut or end Social Security? Nobody has. Nobody ever would. What I've been pointing out is the greatest threat to any federal government program is the massive deficit spending, our growing debt. That's what's putting at risk uh, any kind of benefit. But one of the reasons you're experiencing 8, 8.2% inflation, which, by the way, just put that in perspective, too. A dollar you held at the start of the Biden administration is now worth 88.3 cents. Or put it another way, let's say you're a senior on a fixed income and, and you were fortunate enough to be able to save prior to retirement. If, if you started out with $100,000 in your retirement account today, this is just in 18, 19 months after Biden took, president, the, took the office, now that retirement fund is worth $88,300. Basically, Democrat inflation has robbed you of 12% of your savings. That's what inflation does. That's why I call it a Democrat tax on all of us, but it particularly hits seniors that rely on Social Security. So, no, I want to save Social Security. I'm just pointing out the fact that, you know, these trust funds, uh, Medicare, one of their trust funds runs out in 2028, Social Security about 2035. If we're going to have the funds to plus up the benefits that have been promised, and I want to preserve those benefits, we better stop spending money on all this nonsense, like $369 billion on green energy boondoggles. 
Okay, so again, I've got the courage to tell people the truth, and when you tell people the truth, uh, you get slaughtered politically because the other side lies. Let's face it, Democrats have no problem lying, smearing, assassinating my character, engaged in politics, personal destruction, but that's what's going on here. No, I want to save Social Security and Medicare. Don't believe their lies. Um, one of the other things that's out there I've seen recently is this argument that, you know, Ron Johnson supports a federal abortion ban. Now, that's not what I've ever understood your position to be. Well, I was shocked uh, that PolitiFact actually ruled that claim mostly false. It should be completely false. Um, but again, a complete national abortion ban would be no abortions. Uh, I have voted for a 20-week ban, a limitation on abortions. Now, I supported the uh, Mississippi law to overturn Roe v. Wade so that we the people can decide in 50 states. And that's really my position, is allow we the people to decide the question that we have to make decision on. This profound moral issue is at what point does society have the obligation to protect the life of an unborn child? And this is balancing the rights of the mother with the rights of an unborn child. And it's a profound moral issue. And rather than nine members of the Supreme Court, or quite honestly, even 535 members of Congress at this point in time, it should be left up to we, the people, in the states. It'll take some time. It'll be multiple elections, maybe multiple ref- referendums, till we'll start seeing a consensus. And I think we'll find out it'll end up probably similar to Europe where they put limitations on abortion. I, I don't know the exact calculation, but somewhere in the you know, somewhere in that pain-capable window there is where most European countries have, have uh, decided, have formed a consensus around protecting life. Senator, one of the, the one of, I guess, the, the frustrations that I've had in, in watching this campaign is I've seen lots and lots of scrutiny of your various positions that you've taken. But when it comes to your opponent, very, very few. For example, you know, he, he's photographed with a picture holding a, a T-shirt that says abolish ICE. But then he says, well, I don't want to abolish ICE. I, I want to reform it. And, and nobody ever follows up with what exactly do you mean? If you don't want to defund the police, what exactly do you mean? Has that been frustrating at all during this campaign? Yeah, enormously. But again, he doesn't give them really opportunities to follow up. Um, you know, Jeff, he's in hiding. He can't afford to let Wisconsinites know who he is and what his true positions are on these issues because he is a radical leftist. But as I've been saying, if in a sane world, with the unbiased media, these elections nationwide wouldn't even be close. I mean, the Democrats, through their policy, through their governance, have driven America into a ditch. I mean, 75% of eight to 80% of Americans agree with that. They, we're on the wrong track. But, I mean, the open borders, the, the flood of illegal immigrants, the deadly drugs, killing our citizens, 40-year high inflation, record gas prices down a little bit, but still a lot higher than when Biden took office, rising crime, record murders in Milwaukee. But, it's, again, these things didn't just happen. It's not like Biden and Democrats just unlucky. They caused all of this. They are the root cause. So they should be swept from office. But we've got a media that are advocates for the left. Let's face it. I mean, they're, we don't have an unbiased media. And so they cover up for Biden. They're covering up for Barnes. And they're letting him get away with being in hiding. Senator, uh, typically, you, you just mentioned crime. And obviously, because of my background, crime is something we talk about a lot on this program. You know, crime is, is generally viewed as a local sort of issue, local police department, local DAs. On the federal level, what 
what are some of the things that you would like to see done to help us out with this this epidemic crime wave that, that we have going on now? Well, there are some resources we can provide. We can provide, provide training, but, you know, law enforcement should be a local state issue. And, you know, Wisconsin right now, I thought, did an excellent job talking about exactly what the positions of the current Wisconsin administration, Governor Evers, Lieutenant Governor Barnes, is. that they, They've prioritized releasing half of Wisconsin's prison population. They've already re- released about 15 percent, 884 criminals. Uh, only 11 percent were nonviolent. So of that 884, there were 270 criminals who either committed, and most of them committed, or attempted murder. 44 child rapists have been released. I'm looking at the profile of some of these guys. Some of them are reasonably young. They can, they can offend again. So, I mean, how is that going to reduce crime? How is that going to make our community safer? But that is the ideology of the left. It doesn't work. Like I said, this, this fundamental transformation of America, which Biden and, and uh, Obama took up, uh, talked about, is fundamentally destroying this country. And Mandela Barnes supports all of these disastrous policies that are causing so much pain for Wisconsinites and their families. Senator, uh, elections are about the past, and they're also about the future. In, in just the, the brief time we have left, if you were elected to another term come November, is, is there something in particular that you would like to accomplish? Is, is there one overarching goal that you might have? We have to unify and heal our nation, Jeff. We just do. You know, we are so weak because of the divisiveness. Now, let's face it, pushed by the left. That was Biden's number one goal. Eight times during his inaugural address, he said his number one goal is to unify and heal this nation. He's done the exact opposite. He's become the divider-in-chief. But in terms of policy, we have to grow our economy. Uh, we know how to do it. You have to have reasonable regulations. You have to have a competitive tax system. You should be energy independent. Uh, you should secure our borders so that you have a safe you know, environment. You ought to fight crime so you have safe and secure communities. It's, it's pretty simple what the formula is, but the, the radical left, people like Mandela Barnes, have taken us on exactly the wrong and, and, and opposite path. So, again, it's, it's focusing on the things that produce prosperity, safety, and security, because that's a goal we all share. We should be unified. We should be pursuing a safe, secure, and prosperous Wisconsin and America. Senator Ron Johnson, thanks for joining us this afternoon. I'm sure we'll have an opportunity to speak sometime between now and November. Have a great day. Stay well. Absolutely. That's Ron Johnson. And, and by the way, I, I will say this, this publicly, Mandela Barnes has a standing invitation to come on to this program anytime he chooses. And believe me, I would love to have the opportunity to ask Mandela Barnes about a number of issues. So standing invitation. I get these tweets from people or texts saying, or, or, you know, is, is he going to come on? If Mandela Barnes wants to come on this program, believe me, I will make time for it. I guarantee it.